Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. From rosés to cabernets to tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink wines through CSPN. Do it today. The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by the CSPN. We are recording to you, to y'all live on a Sunday, uh, Sunday evening slash afternoon. Um, almost um, a few hours until we have part one of the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion. Um, a little, a little um, deterrent from our usual um, record time, but it's fine. It's fine. Y'all still gonna get the, the episode on the same damn day y'all been getting it, so it's fine. Um, I am one half, of, one third of your host, uh, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka y'all niggas on Air Greens. Internet is wildin', aka Cardi B's album dropped, and that shit is flames. Aka, don't be disrespecting people over on the internet and fonting very loudly because you disagree about something. It ain't that deep. And as usual, I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts. Yes, yes, it is your girl, London and Mommy on Twitter. Uh, better known as Candace, aka I will slap the taste out your mouth about disrespecting you, so tread lightly. And uh Curtis is here. He's listening and chiming in when he feels like it. He just wanted to sit in on some of this dragon we was about to do today. Correct. I'm all for it. I'm all I do for what it. I want. You definitely do what you want. Correct. That's correct. But let me pay the bills right quick and get this shit out of the way so we can get to speaking of dragons. Um, you are listening to a CSPN media podcast presentation. You can go to web, our website, CSPN.us, and click that podcast tab and search Ratchet Ramblings and listen to all of our episodes thus far. And um, after you get through listening to us, you can listen to all of our other shows on the CSPN. And if you like our hashtag content, you can mosey on over to that Keep Our Podcast free tab on the right side of our website. A shout out to all of our many sponsors. It is of no extra cost to you. We have a wide variety of things for you, the consumer, to choose from. Um, and like I said, it's no extra cost to you. All it does is give our boss man and CEO Classic a portion of the brick to keep the lights on to pay for bandwidth 
um, and keep all that shit free, or uh, all the free shit free, so you won't have to pay to listen to me sound like um, how Offset types. Yeah, yeah. That nigga typing all caps with a space between each letter. The nigga, ty- the nigga types an old century font on Microsoft Word, and I want him to leave us alone. Sans serif. It correct. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. Listen. So he, <laughs> he, he definitely types. <laughs> no, you're not about to start this up because <laughs> that nigga definitely typing wing things. Hey, look, the nigga, that nigga definitely types in Fernando bold italic font. So yeah, just a whole bunch of fucking nothing. A whole. <laughs> Speaking of Offset, uh, Cardi's album dropped Friday on my birthday. Yes. Let me tell you it's something. Flames. Flames. Listen, I thought the album would be all right. I didn't know the album was going to be this good. Like, like, listen, let me tell you something. My, my shit right now is I like it. Like, that shit make me want to bust out in a nice little salsa. Like, like she, really some, she really got some songs on that album that's going to cross her over from just hip-hop. Like, she, like, uh, her execs, the execs at Atlantic and everybody else, they did that. They wrote Cardi a blank check and was like, get this shit done. And she was like, bet. Bet. Yeah. First of all, and let me just say this. I've never listened to a Kalani song, but that hook on Ring, I might actually go try to listen to some of her music. No, I'm not. I was going to say, I don't know why you're on on a Sunday. Your mama <laughs> there, London there. You setting a bad example with all this line. I'm not going to listen, but she murdered that hook. Yeah, I was gonna let you be great, friend, but I was like, mmm. She did good on that hook. I I love that album, man. Yeah. I like like and even uh be careful in the flow of the album, it it sounds better than just as a single. Even Bodak Yellow, like it flow because I was listening to it earlier and then Bod I didn't even realize that I was listening to Bodak Yellow because I was just like, oh, this this album is jamming. Correct. It's definitely a, a a good album. Um, I I um I definitely enjoyed it. I'm proud of Cardi. Um, she is out here flourishing. And um, for, well, first and foremost, I would just like to say that Offset look like looks like Skeletor. I would just like to get out get that out of the way. I'm a terrible person. I know this. It's I fine. got a hard. Well, first, also, congratulations are in order to Cardi. She did her pregnancy reveal on Saturday Night Live. Couldn't be more happy for her. But then I noticed on Twitter a lot of women started to uh, put their misogyny on Front Street with a why would she get pregnant tweet? She just ruined her career tweet. She just, and I was like, whoa, not not you, feminist. No. No, there's no way. But so you know what's funny about that? I'm, I was thinking about it, and I was like, didn't Lauren Hill do something similar? Didn't she say that in one of her songs? Don't she have a whole song dedicated to the baby that everybody told her was going to ruin her career? That she aborted? Why Club's baby? No, not that baby. The baby oh. she actually had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. Good luck, everybody. God damn. <laughs> you beat me to it, girl. <laughs> hey, it's a lot to unpack with Lauren Hill. You got to remember, like, she had, she was Why Club's mistress at one point. That is nasty in and of itself, considering how young she was and how old Why Club is. Right. 
it's hard to talk about Lauren Hill and Wyclef without thinking about him on that motorcycle oiled up. Looking like, pig, looking like angry pig. <laughs> that nigga was on that motorcycle looking like congealed pig's feet. I just uh He definitely looked like some South Meat. If you from the South, you know exactly what the fuck South Meat is. Correct. He looked like some it's Animal fifty two. He looked like some hog head cheese. It's just oh god. It looked it was bad. Oh let me just go stab my eyes out because I can't unsee it right now. Terrible nightmares, terrible nightmares. But women, women were being weird yesterday, and uh, all I can say is it's just a lot of misogyny to unpack. Um, yeah, um, my only two cents is y'all wilding and stop it. That's all, that's really all I got. That's really all I got. I mean, in the words of Curtis, y'all gonna do what y'all want to say, what y'all want anyway, but it's 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 a lot. It's it's not that deep. Like we don't ask men to choose between having babies and having a career. So I don't understand why y'all got on Al Gore's internet last night and acting like that woman who just amassed millions of dollars within a year and a half to act like she can't have a have a family and and hire help the way the rest of these famous rich women do. I didn't understand that. I don't understand why we had placed all these constraints on the Cardi B's. <clears throat> That we don't do on other women, we don't do this. When Beyonce got pregnant, we rejoiced three t- three times. Like we don't we don't put. I feel like it's just something because she's from the hood and because she came from nothing and because she's not poised and you know like Beyonce and, and some of these others that we acting like she shouldn't have kids or something. It's really weird. It's you a know, combination of things. I think in addition to that, it's judgment based on who she's pregnant by. Because if you think about it, when when Beyonce got pregnant with Blue, yeah, everybody rejoiced. But when she got pregnant with the twins, it wasn't the same energy. You know what I mean? Because by that time, Lemonade had come out. So everybody, you know, all the memes and shit like, oh, Beyonce told y'all to leave y'all man at home. But she getting pregnant by this nigga again. And it was just, I, I really think a lot of it is just judgment on you shouldn't have got pregnant by him because X, Y, Z. So now you done fucked up your whole life because you're pregnant by X, Y, Z. And it's like, this woman is rich. Yeah, she's really rich. And I'm not even being funny, but how can I say this without being an asshole? Uh, A lot of women get pregnant by offsets. Well, I take that back. A lot of women get pregnant by less than offsets. I was going to say, a lot of women get pregnant by Leroy's that work at Pet Boys. At the very least, Offset is successful, and I'm and and I don't think we truly understand just how successful the Migos is. Like I was getting my nails done. I have a um I have a Mexican nail tech, and I heard Migos on some Mexican song, like it killing this shit. And I'm like, who is this? And he like this one of the biggest groups in Mexico right now. And I'm like, oh wow, okay. Migos on the song rapping about fucking nothing, nonetheless. But Pretty much. <laughs> um, to say to say Offset is a piece of shit would be an understatement. But at the very least, she has some financial comfort that if if she could, if she decides to leave the relationship, uh, she could throw that nigga on child support and actually get her money. A lot of y'all can't. Right. In addition to having her own. Yep. <clears throat> but I think she might. She, I, hopefully she scared him into doing his dirt better because Lord knows I ain't going to say she scared him into not doing dirt 
Because oh, no. we all know how that is. But hopefully she done scared the nigga into being more discreet. Right. But, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the album. I wish Cardi nothing but the best. Like I said, I, I just want y'all to stop. And again, hashtag y'all if it don't apply, let it fly. Stop. In the same vein that Candace said, it ain't that deep. It's not that deep where y'all have to uh, go at each other and argue and fight on Al Green's internet so vehemently. It's because you disagree. Like if, like if it's something that's not harmful or problematic or oppressive, and y'all just see things differently, it, it's fine. That's what proper discourse. I mean, well, um, let me take that back. I'm sorry. That's one thing. Like drag them, drag them if they going full MAGA or going full hotel or you know full. Like Candy said and stuff, but if y'all niggas just disagree over simple shit, just stop, stop wilding. It's not that deep. It really ain't. That's all I got. Good luck, everybody. So, also, Drake dropped new music. Uh, let me say this. I am appreciative of Drake shining a light on New Orleans bounce music. However, if you are going to do that, why you ain't just take your ass to New Orleans and get one of the more famous bounce music producers? You you let some Canadian give us a generic bounce music beat when you could have got the real thing right from New Orleans. Boy, I thought I thought Big Frida uh was on the production for that. Was she? Because somebody said uh, the person who made the beat is from Canada. Mm. Maybe co-producer, because I, I follow Big Frida on Instagram, and she was talking about because oh, okay. of that. I mean, I, I maybe I read it wrong, but I thought she was on the production with somebody else on her team. Oh, you could be right. You could be right. I just know somebody on Twitter said they, they put the person's ad name and everything who did the beat. But we the song is more than the beat, so she may have had a hand in the production and the this, that, and the third. So, okay. Never mind. I don't know if it was just the flip where you can hear Frida that she was talking about or if it was the whole song, but she was definitely talking about uh, producing this because I thought it was featuring Big Frida. So, when I was listening and watching, I was like, so where is she? You got all these other bad bitches in here. Where's Frida? And Frida, you know, was actually looking like Frida and not trying to look like Beyonce and all other things. And I didn't hear her or see herself for that one part, but on her Instagram, she was in the chair, getting her makeup done, jamming, and in the caption, which, you know, was... Anyway, um, I, I believe she referenced something like that. Let me look it up, because what we don't do is tell lies, and what I'm not going to do is be looking the hell stupid on this show. Why Curtis is looking that up? I like the video for the song more than I actually like the song. The more I listen to the song, the more I love that fucking song. You gotta be nice to these niggas for what? I was like, okay, Drake, you see, you feel our energy. That's the, that's the energy <laughs> all summer 18. Be nice to you for what? Yeah, I ain't gonna uh, lie. It, it, oh, my bad. I mean, because y'all can't, but it, I ain't gonna lie. It's more, it's more so I, I just don't like Drake more than it's like, it's a bad song. I hate the song. It's just it, like, the only reason I watched it is because everybody was saying how good the video was, and I saw stills of it on Twitter, and I watched the video. I was like, oh, shit. Now, now the video was good, but the song, I was like... I, I it, It's more so that I just don't fuck with Drake. You know, well, I just... 
I, I'm not a fan of him like I used to be back in the day. So it's just like meh to me. But I did enjoy the video, and I enjoyed that. Um, pretty much all the black women on my timeline were getting their lives to it. So I was like, you know what? Go ahead. I ain't got nothing bad to say. Okay, I found it. So it's it's uh, it's two posts. The first post uh, was Frida like posting a clip of the video, and then in the comments, uh, Drake left a gold emoji, and then she screenshotted that and did another post, and she said, "Woke up this morning with so many comments and text messages." Uh, this is a mm. y'all imagine punctuation. We put on for the city. Me and my number one producer did it again at Black and Mild. Love you. Bro, my dog, Fifth Ward Webby on that thing. Murder Beats, y'all did the damn thing. Drake, you the go for repping my city. We love you, blah, 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 blah. So, okay. definitely think she had a hand, her and her producers had a hand in the production. Not to say that, you know, part of it's not from some Canadian dude, but it, it wasn't just a complete nobody from New Orleans was involved. Like, he definitely had Frida and them involved, so. Also, wish she would have did two versions of that song. Like, the one with all these famous black women cool, but, like, you really got to shine a light on New Orleans bounce music if you're going to represent it, if you're going to use it. Like, you really got to get into it, because that is, uh, like, New Orleans bounce music is, like, something all its own. Like, you really, yeah. you got to see it to believe it. Yeah. Well, you know, Drake changed way like, people change wigs, so, you know. Yeah, I get what you're saying, though. Like, at least in the video, like, you could have peppered in some some more images, but definitely could have got, because I feel like Frida's part, should, like he could have cut one of his verses and let Frida do her thing. Yeah. Three. That would have been fire. That would have been super fire. That was what I was expecting. Ugly, but she'd be on the song. She'd get you hyped in the motherfucker. Yep. But she got a new song called Rent Do, and I'd be in here like, mm, getting my whole life, throwing my goddamn back out. I'd be perfect like a motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, but between um between Drake and Cardi, uh, summer summer eighteen about to be lit. So you know, it would be lit if the goddamn weather would get right. Shit. Well, well, you know, it be on climate change. So you know. I don't know what's going on down throughout the south. It's in the seventies here. <laughs> My nigga, it's fifty eight degrees right now outside. I don't know what the fuck is happening. It dropped down warmer in Denver than it is in Atlanta. Less. Good to hell, look, everybody. This is Houston, Texas. We should already be cooking by now, at least simmering. And that cold front came through and said, huh, you thought, bitch? Oh, excuse, excuse me. I lied. It's 39 degrees outside. Excuse me? Excuse me? It's yes. almost freezing? Yes. Good, good, good the hell luck, everybody. Right. <laughs> I hope you don't have to stop the batteries plus. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I almost spit on my goddamn chicken biscuit. I had to find a way to that. was yeah. the most glorious thing that ever happened. Dang, we should have recorded that. We should have recorded that. That was a great, that was a night full of laughs. Yeah, I'm going to try to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go, because I still got the video. I'm going to try to find the shit and have classic splice it so that can be our ad for the show, Batters Plus. <laughs> well, um, take care with that, because we were talking shit when I said that. Just the Batters Plus part, not everything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> that is the new go-to uh, insult, Batteries Plus ass bitch. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, because that's how it started. But, right. but it was funny, though, because, y'all, listeners, I said that, and Jeremy and Candace had never heard of Battery Plus. They were like, what the fuck did you get that from? I'm like, it's a real store. Because we thought the nigga, we thought you were talking about Radio Shack. Radio Shack. 
Yeah, this was like, you mean Radio Shack? I was like, no, Batteries Plus. Then my husband Googled it. Mike like, oh, shit, it's a Batteries Plus like five miles from here. Right, then I Googled. There's a whole store that sell batteries. How do y'all not know about this? Then I Googled the shit over here. Ain't but one damn, ain't but, I think, I think it was like two, one, maybe two Radio Shacks in all of Metro Atlanta. Meanwhile, it's like goddamn 12 Batteries Plus around this bitch. (laughs) In every city, because there's 10 of them in Houston. Yeah, that was a, that was a great night. That was hilarious. Good times. Yes. Let's let's cut off into love and hip hop Atlanta because speaking I, of batteries plus bitches, none of those bitches have batteries. They are just dead. <laughs> bitches are dead on the inside. They are fucking ridiculous. Love and hip hop is the show where they say it's all theirs, but the thighs don't match. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, color. So. Let me just get this off my chest. Mimi is the bozo of the week for me for several reasons. Bozo is such an amazing word. I love it. I love the word bozo. First You're of doing all, amazing, friend. Mimi can't even get Stevie J to give her no child support, but she is getting putting her two cents in between Stevie and Espanit. That's what his name is. I, be call, I wanted to call her Esperanza, but that woman actually has talent. Mm. Lord have mercy. Eskimo. Wait, 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 wait. Are we going to start doing Estelita's name like how we do um, in DC? Yes. Yeah, I'm here for it. Let's do it. Yes, I'm exactly. So Eskimo has not a lick of talent and is really mad that Stevie is not doing anything for her. Sometimes ain't nothing you could do with nothing. Like sometimes you could turn nothing into something. She is really nothing. She is a pretty woman who cannot dance. She don't have no rhythm. Like, which strip club was you working at that Stevie pulled you out of? Because I want to have a word with them because you should have been fired. You can't even work. It was a strip club next to Batteries Plus. No, even Batteries Plus do its job. You know, (laughs) you get what you're looking for when you go in Batteries Plus. Imagine going into a strip club and seeing Espanita. As Spalding not be able to twerk in a strip club. Like he's, that goddamn scene when they were on um, when they had the damn the vocal coaching and then went oh, God. well we're, we're not only that, but no no that was the first episode when they did when they was in that class with Carly Miss said, I got down Easter Star tried to twerk. Lord have mercy. It was like somebody just shaking a a, a, a damn uh, Jehovah Witness pamphlet, like girl, what are you doing? This was really bad. Let me tell, and I'm gonna tell you also. This is why Erica Mena doesn't really have the career that she could because she don't play her hand correctly. Like of all the people to be trying to go head to head with, you gonna try to go head to head with the girl that signed the Maybach music? Really? Mm-hmm. And I'm not even funny. I watched the show that Just Britney was on, signed with Rick Ross, The Dream. And uh, the dude who is the head of shit under Jay-Z for Rock Nation. I can't think of his name, but he's a big name in music. Anyways, um, Rick Ross not just giving anybody a song. Let's just talk about that. We like Rick Ross wanted a few. He wanted a few people where he don't just give niggas Maybach songs and shit, Maybach music songs. Correct. So when he uh, gave that girl a deal and signed her, 
Um, she's not the best rapper in the world, but <clears throat> it's something there. She definitely got enough talent where Erica Mena nor uh, <clears throat> Easter Egg should be going head to head with her because they'll always lose. Yeah, we're not saying that she has all the talent, but she has some. She has a, a spit. She got, she got damn sure got more than um uh, Esther Rowe and Erica Mena. So I don't know what to tell you, but. I, the other thing is, I, let, let me just get this out of the way. I am not by any means, because we're not trash on this show, we are not by, I'm not by any means uh, dismissing or speaking ill of what um, es, uh, Australia no, went through as no, a child. No, we're not even going to do a fuck evangelist. Let me tell you something. It is 2018. There is no way you should be signing those kind of contracts without having the proper legal person read over them. You don't get any sympathy from me. You signed a five-year contract with Stevie J and t- and and it said that he gets 30% of anything you do. That is almost triple what most management gets. I wasn't even going there. <laughs> you went on a whole direction. Well, I was about to say, because you know, in that episode, Stevie talked about her contract. No, that no, that ain't where I would go. Go. Oh, he gets thirty percent of everything that she does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was stupid for that. That ain't where I was gonna go. <laughs> but yes, continue. Oh, I'm about to say because I'm not even being funny. I I don't care that she's being taken advantage of by Stevie J because at this point, you've seen enough of what Stevie J has to offer to know that's not the way to go. She knew who the fuck Stevie J was. That's why she went after him. She wanted to get on his show. She wanted a little fame. She signed her life away for it. You got you. Hey, listen. Sometimes you got to stay on the pole because even strip club managers ain't taking thirty percent. God damn. Yeah, she she yeah. I wouldn't. That was like when when the details of that contract was explained. I was like, what what the fuck is, the fuck was why would you first of all. Even with people that are bigger than Stevie J, I don't think they sign contracts that are that terrible. Like, did you like did you did you did you did you forget your contacts that day? Like, did you not read? Did you did you did you, did you not have a prayer and memo? Like, what? Huh? What you sign? What and who and he get what? Huh? So I good, good the hell looks this, but what I was gonna say was she had a whole ass. Telling her what the fuck she went through as a child, being assaulted and shit. What I was gonna say was, I'm not dismissing that or talking shit about that because again, we don't play that on. You know, we don't do that on this show. What I was gonna say was, Mona, that was a lot. It was a lot to process <laughs> at one damn time. It was a whole hell of a lot to process at one damn time because she told her whole ass damn story, nigga. Twenty. She's one of twenty goddamn kids. Twenty two zero nigga. You know how I know that I actually might be a piece of shit because I don't remember any of that because I don't care about shit she says. Like all I hear is her whining. Like man, come on. <laughs> the nigga walked in the room, sexually assaulted you because she said he walked in the room with his dick out and they had sex like. What? Who talking about Steven? Yeah. Wait, hold on. 
Cause I know she's. I know they said they they that she lied that um. Cause Erica Mendel was looking at her like, "What girl? What?" The one time her and Stevie had sex, she spent the night at his house, but they slept in separate rooms. He walked in her room in the middle of the night with his dick out, and then they had sex. Mm, I missed that part. Good to hear. Look, everybody. Mm. That's what she told Mimi. Cause I know Erica Mendel had. Cause I know Erica Mendel was looking at her like, "Girl, you had me going to bat for you, and you still fucked them anyway." Like what? But I ain't. I ain't. Um, hear that I part where he that came into the. Bat for anybody when she doesn't have a single lick of talent. Well, when you need a, in the words of our good friend Curtis, when you need a chick. That's all it is, and then like, and so then, fast. Okay, let me say this. Melissa got the worst perm I've seen in a very long time. Okay, I was waiting for us to get to this because I got so many jokes. Nigga, I am so goddamn tired of Melissa looking like she could have been an extra on the Shawshank Redemption. I am so goddamn tired. Like, nigga, Mona. Melissa and that perm, it, that got to be a just for me. Just, just for nobody. She got emotions perm. Like, <laughs> I'm so to Also, I'm really wanting to understand her obsession with Mimi. Like, if you chose to stay friends with Jocelyn over Mimi, why are you so fucking like now that Jocelyn is gone, you don't have no storyline now. You press. Like that perm. Like uh, first of all, let me say this. Mimi's WNBA girlfriend, she is hella fine. Okay? Let's Yes. Yes. That's a fine that's a fine stud. Yes. She, she is gorgeous. And I, I, I concur. Now, this how I know that Mimi dead on the inside. Like from head to toe, from brain to the tip of her toes, she got mad at her girlfriend for not reacting well for having an issue with her and Melissa trying to stay in touch. Like Mimi is still downplaying what she and Melissa was, but it's very obvious they've had a sexual relationship. Right. So, you know what? I, I mean, because y'all shout out to somebody that I mean, we're gonna talk about how she might be kind of full of shit in a minute, in a little bit, but. In that scene, goddamn Tokyo asked the good questions. Oh, she brought up. She like, bring your ass on here with your knees and close your ass. Right. Right. And she was like, she said exactly what you just said. She was like, well, being friends for that long, and obviously it's intention, that leads to it being, obviously being that y'all were more than just friends, like how Mimi, you trying to downplay it. So uh, Ty, because that's her name, Ty. It, it would make sense that Tower feel a certain way, especially when Melissa came in there. First of all, excuse me. First of all, Melissa's job on this show is to be the messy lesbian. I mean, let's just, let's let's just be honest. Her job on this show is to be the messy lesbian because she don't really have no storyline. She didn't really have a storyline when Jocelyn was on. To be honest, she was just the, the middle woman in between the shit, and she is being the middle woman here because it is it is no reason. Especially if me if Mimi don't say it like we can be cordial, but we not being friends no more. Why the fuck are you so so like coming like? Oh, I just want my friend. I miss my friend. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your mother did not tell you that sometimes niggas just ain't gonna be friends, but sometimes niggas just ain't gonna be friends, and it's just what the fuck it is. Yeah, she uh, <clears throat> she she pretty much being very weird about the shit. Right. And then, first of all, and then second of all, why in the hell, if if Ty telling you that I don't have no issue with you, then why the fuck you keep bringing up shit that you and Mimi used to do? Like, girl, what, huh? What? What are you doing? 
Are you okay? No, the fuck you not. Is everything all right at home, Melissa? Clearly not, because you, you can't mind your damn business and stay out over folks' business. And now you don't cause a damn riff between Mimi and Ty. And meanwhile, you over there dressed like genuine in the Bachelor era. Like, what the fuck? <sighs> if if not for, for Mimi, Melissa would be running up, in my opinion, for Bozo of the Week. Yeah. <clears throat> She's being mad press. I don't like that shit. Right. Like, it's mad weird. Like, you were so easy to stop being cool with Mimi when Jocelyn was around. Keep that energy. Right. Keep that energy like you keep them outfits dressed like the Backstreet Boys. She dressed like Criss Cross. She does. Well, you know, mm, good luck, everybody. Oh, oh, jump face ass ho. Good luck, everybody. Uh, But also, you know what I've noticed about Mimi? She is... (sighs) And this might be a reach, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. It's fine. But in my opinion, Mimi is very verbally abusive. Yes. Because she just yells and talks to her significant others or whoever she's dating any old type of goddamn way. And it's just, it's cringeworthy to me. Because she dead ass cut, I'm sorry, I mean, because y'all can't. She dead ass cuss tie out for, 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 for rightfully feeling a way that. Your ex or who your friend, quote unquote, is up here starting shit and you up here downplaying it. And Mimi he got offended and cussed Ty out that she would be offended. Like, girl, what? It's just it's very yeah, in my opinion, Mimi is very verbally abusive, in my opinion. And she you know what Mimi is as abusive as her titties are hard. And mm. Good luck, everybody, because mm, mm. Mimi's titties is as hard as trying to explain mas- massaging it to a black man. And I just, mm, 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 mm. Well, I will say, though, Mimi's titties do look a little bit better settled this season. I will say that. I- I'll give her that. Not by much, but just a tad. Just just a, just a speck. Just a speck. But, yeah, she, mm. But, yeah, Mimi, I agree with Candace. Mimi is the bozo of the week. Because she is, mm, she is a lot, and I do not have the time or the patience to deal with Mimi and her uh, war, torpedo warhead ass titties. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Her, her titties are harder than a GED test for Fantasia. Her Mimi's titties are harder than fighting voter suppression. She looked mad old in the face too. The, the shit that the, yelling at her damn partners all the goddamn time. <laughs> too abusive for me. Right. Uh, let's. So I'm still uh feeling weird about them forcing Tokyo Vanity into Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. You think uh, she forced? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I think she's forced in just like they forced Erica Mena back in like the one thing that I liked about love, I like about the love and hip hop shows is when it's organic like Safari the only exception but when yeah. the people is actually from the cities like I don't like I'm not even trying to be funny but Tokyo just don't uh, she don't I don't know I gotta see more she said I, she a virgin and I just was like okay yo bundles that's nice too. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't stand I know that's right. Curtis asked, "Was her drink a virgin?" Because I'm just trying to figure out where at, sis. 
I think I think her as a, as background she fits because like in like in going back to Mel- that scene with Melissa, Mimi, and Ty, she fit there in my opinion. Now, as far as having her own storyline, I don't think she fits. But we have to see more. Like she fits at, she fits like in the background, like commentary or having a little quick funny opinion or moment or whatever. But as far as having her own storyline, I I don't see it. Maybe we'll see more, but I don't see it. I don't want to see this big bitch talk about being no virgin. I don't mean that from the depth of my soul. Keep that. <laughs> Especially when she fucking who Carly used to fuck. You listen. Wait, hold, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I did not know that. He, she, oops. Her boyfriend on the show used to fuck with Carly. And that's going to be the storyline this season. She going to find out that her boyfriend used to fuck with Carly. Oh no! Oh no, baby! What is you doing? First of all, her boyfriend. Um, first of all, her boyfriend definitely is from the same um tribe of uh mole rat that Stevie J is. Cause I'm not even being funny. When I saw the nigga, I'm like, is this Stevie J cousin? Like, <laughs> them niggas both look like mole rats, but that's neither here nor there. But oh, I did not know that until you just told me. Mm, ooh, hey, mm, ah. Mm. Mm. Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Uh, so speaking of speaking of mess. So let me just say this: Sierra is better than me. I will say that Sierra is better than me because no disrespect to shoot a son and rest in peace. He was a victim of gang violence. No disrespect to his son. This is all aimed at shooter. Sierra better than me because I wouldn't go to that funeral. Not to disrespect this son, but it's like, nigga, you whole ass cheated on me. So I, I would I don't know if I would go. I would say this. The cheating inside for as long as they were together, she probably spent a considerable amount of time around his older children. And That's right. They probably had a pretty good relationship until the cheating and shit started to happen, whatever the case might be. So I would have gone to the funeral. However, that's fair. That's there, fair. Wouldn't have been no pass on me asking about these outside babies. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I, I would have asked as soon as the casket dropped when we got back in the fucking car. Why I'd have been like, so why my hairstylist tell me you got a two year old and a baby on the way with this some other bitch? What's up? Right, we are going to start a dialogue. We are going to have a conversation because Correct. ain't no passes for no shit like that. And then right. she crying, talking about, I feel like he pushing me away. Girl, good fucking bye. That's your chance. When a nigga push you away, that's your chance to lace up your shoes and sprint the fuck in the opposite direction. <clears throat> in the words of the late, great Maya Angelou, when someone shows you who they are, believe them. What the fuck wrong with you? How much time you got, friend? Because, you know, I'm mm, good luck, everybody. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, she t- she in the car talking about this nigga. This nigga shooter in the car talking about I love you. And she talking about I love you too. And I'm, I'm like, say BK Briscoe looked less gay this episode. I, I agree. But he, he had a point too. He like, if y'all, if the divorce almost final. Uh, why you give a fuck about these outside babies? Also, 
a, a valid point. A valid point. Listen, women, listen. <sighs> Ladies, I love us. I love us for real. Right? I love us Monique style. Y'all got to stop chasing behind the no good nigga. Like, I don't know what it is about a no good nigga that a woman is just going to do 90 to get in his good graces. <clears throat> Shooter ain't about shit. Shooter ain't going to be about shit. His dreads look <laughs> like shit. He look like shit. He ain't shit. Ain't about shit. Not going to be shit. Got two babies on you shit. Like, sis, let that alone. He said he talked like he. Oh, my bad. You did your due diligence. You went to the funeral. You was a fr- you was kind enough to do that. Uh, get back to your fucking life, bitch. Go back to Miami with BK Briscoe. Right, that nigga. You know, yo, that nigga said. That nigga said, "Let's go on vacation." That nigga said, "Let's go to Brooklyn." I fucking holler. <laughs> 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 that nigga said, and it wasn't. That was his first option too. That nigga said, "Let's go to vacation to Brooklyn." Listen, I was in my, I was in my bed, goddamn screaming. <laughs> you can tell that's a New York nigga. That nigga said, "Let's go to Brooklyn, baby. I'm gonna show you the world." <laughs> all five boroughs. We're gonna have an all borough tour, baby. Just you and me. <laughs> but yeah, I good good little Sierra, cause I that's a fair point. Like the relationship she probably had with his son, that's a fair point. I. I, that's a fair point. I won't fault her for going for that, but we definitely would have had a dialogue about them outside kids. And I hey, shooter went to his son's funeral in a white tee and some jabos. You know what? That nigga was dressed like the Temecula dude at his own son's goddamn funeral. <laughs> nigga. That nigga was dressed like he was running out to get some milk and just stopped by the funeral. Right. Nigga was dressed like a jagged edge cover. Nigga was dressed like he was. They were shooting this. Uh, they was on set for the weather party at video. Boy, boy, his son probably rest in peace. His son probably rolling his grave like my daddy came in here dressed like a whole ass bomb at my goddamn funeral. Boy, dad, daddy, fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> but. Is that it for love hip hop? Um, I can't think of Did nothing. Happen with Kirk and Rashida? No, nah, that's next episode. That's next episode. Um, yeah, I think that is. Oh, nigga, that goddamn vocal coaching. Huh. It sounds four cats giving birth. Ooh, I listen, damn. Me, 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 me. Look, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought, goddamn, it's, um, uh, I thought, goddamn, Easter Star was sounding like Gold Dolph from fucking Power Rangers. I was like, are you okay? Is everything all right at home? What is going on? And Lord, you know what? And Lord, Tommy was shading her, her confessional. Then Tommy turned right around and goddamn sounded like, mm, 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 Tommy, mm. <laughs> yes, London. But yeah, that, that was that vocal coaching was comedy. That lady, I don't know who that lady was, but you could tell she was just through. She was like, she was probably thinking her head like these bitches. She cannot. Was like, I'm just here for a check, right? <laughs> she was like, look, Mona done already cleared this check. I know these bitches can't sing, but I'm gonna get here and get this money. Mm. So, but yeah, uh, that was it for love and hip hop. Wink Wine Club is a world of wine delivered right to your door. 
From Rosés to Cabernets to Tarantes, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your taste and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you each month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member and you can skip or cancel at any time. And now, for the listeners of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast, you can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash w-i-n-c. Wink winds through CSPN. Do it today. That was it. Uh, I don't have much on Black Ink, but let me just say this, Scott. Like I, like I honestly believe, like Scott is Stevie J scumbag level to me, and Got maybe it. even worse because at the very least, at least Stevie see his kids and shit. Right, but and like, then and then at least Stevie got a resume. Now it ain't worth shit right now, but he got a resume. But let me just—I'm not even. First of all, I'm not knocking Sky for ha- if if Sky really gave those kids up for adoption. I'm not knocking her. <clears throat> People do what they need to do all the time. I'm knocking her for using her kids as a storyline. Correct. Correct. Then I'm knocking her for cussing her kid out. <clears throat> when he just don't want to let shit go and be mother and son again. Correct. Also for wanting to fight her son. Then she decides she want to have a baby. Cool. And then tries to use gay men as an accessory for that. Whew, yeah, she was hella... First of all, let's let's keep it all the way real. Let's keep it 100% all the way real. Sky want to have another baby to replace Genesis. Which, have, yeah, she want to have another baby to replace the ones that she got taken from her. Because in my heart of hearts, I don't believe Sky gave those kids up for adoption. I believe she lost custody of her kids. And that's just that. Right. And then she ended up signing over her parental rights. Correct. So they could be adopted. <clears throat> Correct. Because Genesis, listen, let me tell you something. The way... Genesis looked when he was talking to C's about it, saying 15 years you couldn't even give me a call. Nigga. Well, not even that. <clears throat> when she was like, I know you mad, you had to give me up. <clears throat> I had to give you up for adoption. And Genesis was like, that wasn't no adoption. Right. So. I Sky... believe those kids were taken from Sky, and then when those kids found a good home, Sky just agreed to sign over her parental rights and go about her business. And but yeah, it was hella trash that she um, was perusing gay clubs to try to find a gay man to give up his sperm so that she can have a baby. First of all, if if it don't come with no check, fuck you. Like who Scott thinks she is? Right. Like what am I? What am I getting out of this? What is it? In, what is in it for me? First, uh, first and foremost. Yeah. Second of all, it's that thing where some cishet women use gay men as accessories and as toys without 
respecting their autonomy and humanity. And it's really trash and disgusting to see Sky use gay men um, in that way. Because she was like, well, I can't get with no straight man because they... They, cause basically, Sky was like, I can't, I can't get pregnant by no straight man because they trash. Let me go ahead, and, let me go ahead and get a gay man. They say, girl, what? Are you okay? No, the fuck you not. <laughs> meanwhile, 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 back at the ranch, you up here, uh, trying to have a baby and going to to random people. Meanwhile, you up here. But ready to fight if somebody even breathed and got damn teddy fat ass direction, girl, fuck you. Hey, Teddy really built like a bean burrito. He definitely built like a Qdoba burrito. Yes, I would just like to. I, I just wanted let it not be lost on us, on the listeners of this podcast, that Teddy is fat as fuck. He handsome though. I would give him. I give him that. I give him that. He's not bad looking, but he is fat. I give him that. He definitely built like an oatmeal pie. <laughs> Too far? Okay, cool. All right, moving right along. Um, <laughs> but, so, not much happened on Black Ink, honestly. I think it was that. Oh! Nigga. Okay, so. Uh, it's like we. It's like we we be having a shred of sympathy for Donna, and then she just take it right back. Cause it's like, girl, uh, what did she do that was so wrong? She okay, so you know she got out of the hospital, right? And then her she gonna move in with her boyfriend, and she told cause you know she was living with um. Oh, yeah, that was pretty trashy. Yeah, she was living with um with um what's her name? Jara, the receptionist. I forget her name. But yeah, she was living with her, and she just gonna up out the blue on a whim, tell her that she gonna move out and move in with her boyfriend. Um, girl. What? <laughs> but niggas told uh, Jada not to fuck with Donna like that. She don't listen. That Listen, discernment. Discernment. Listen, Donna was on whole ass on Help Me Howard for having issues about rent. <laughs> Did you think... <laughs> You think it was gonna end out, but like then, then get mad at Jada. She did that shit. Well, you know you somebody know you wrong, but instead of wanting to take accountability for you being wrong, we'll talk about somebody like that when we get to VH1. But <clears throat> she did that thing where you don't want to take accountability for being wrong, and then the person that's mad with you because you did something fucked up. You gaslight them saying, it's not that deep. I didn't expect you to react like this. Why? It don't have to be like this. Um, ma'am, I, we pay rent here. We, not I, we. And you talking about you finna move on up out of here in, in a short amount of time and move in with your boyfriend. Um, excuse me, but you have, what is your half of the rent? And we live in New York and you know New York rent high as fuck. What? Then talking about I'm gonna help you find a new a new roommate. Do you think you can go on Craigslist and just get somebody to pay some rent all really nearly? Like what is wrong with you? Mm. But yeah, we you it's some people you just can't even if they going through some that you gotta be like that was fucked up, but I'm still good on you because the next in the next breath they'll disappoint you because 
just last week we were saying it was fucked up that Donna uh, lost a pregnancy and all that shit. And then the next goddamn week, she do some shit like this. God, it's, some people you just can't root for. Even even in the perfect opportunities to root for them or have some empathy, you can't even do it all the way because they'll turn right back around and disappoint you. And that's Donna. Because goddamn. Uh, <clears throat> speaking of, though, uh, walk. Mm. 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 Speaking of accountability, I see what you did there, friend. I see you. We are doing amazing. Uh huh. I'm gonna let you have this one because I know you got thoughts. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I actually don't have bad thoughts on this. So when we first saw walk walk pop off, I was thinking it was because of child support. Um, so I take back what I said that last episode. Uh, walk lost his home. Uh, he had custody of some of his kids, which I did not know. And then once he lost his house, he was forced to go. Uh, the kids had to go live with the other parent until he get his shit back in order. Uh, that's enough to make you drink. <clears throat> it is. Now I will say, but I I just have questions on the financial aspects. Here's the thing: <clears throat> I'm not willing to do reality TV if it's not gonna line my pocket so that I could live a life. Fair, fair. Uh, I like Black Ink, but if if somebody on Black Ink, any of the, either of the two Black Inks was like, you know what, this shit not paying me enough, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to cut ties. Okay, okay, I respect it. Yep. There's no reason you should be losing your house and getting a steady check from VH1. Something's going on in your finances. Something's wrong here. Right. Um, I was. I, I agree. I, I was. It still don't excuse him for going off on Tatiana for no goddamn reason like he did. But I do understand. Like, yeah, that you know that will make you drink. I understand what he's going through. Like, so I agree with you. I do. The jokes. I mean, the jokes that we had were funny last week. So you know, it's only so much I'm gonna take back. But I do agree. Like, it's it, it was. Uh, it wasn't what we what what we what we saw, but it still don't excuse him for going off on Tatiana like that. But I do understand, like when you're going through shit, sometimes your anger is misplaced, and he will, you know, it caused him to get a have develop a drinking habit. But shout out to C's and Teddy, mostly Teddy, for getting him in the uh, rehab and the help that he deserves, that he needs. Word. So, but yeah, that's um, that's about all. That was on Black Ink, honestly. It was. Oh, well, no, no, no. Oh, mm, mm. <sighs> so, oh, shit, in his situation with his baby mama. Oh, we almost really fucked up. Mm. How we mm. miss that? Mm. Mm. I, first of all, how? First of all, how many? First of all, how? Oh, shit, got so many baby mamas. He got what four? Anya, yeah. Lulu, no Anya, the white bra, <clears throat> Nikki, and Kathy. Yeah, four, four mothers of your children. The nigga got enough for a little small. Yes, big mama took it. He got enough for a whole ass braided bunch. Oh shit! God damn! <laughs> like I just had to stop. <laughs> How many children this nigga got? Like what? Four. He got four kids. And all of these baby mamas, like, god damn. Like when I was watching the episode, it just hit me. I was I was taken aback. I was like, he got whole four whole ass different mothers of his children. 
Wow. Mm, 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 mm. Well, okay. All right. All righty. Um, in typical nigga fashion, he did not. He said that. What's the one? Was it Kathy? Um, so I'm really sick of them lying on Kathy. <clears throat> Let me say this. So Nikki got a lot of fucking nerve having her two cent in anything, considering she <clears throat> ran off to Atlanta and didn't hit old shit up till she was eight, nine months, eight months pregnant. Meanwhile, she don't know what the fuck he had been doing. Meanwhile, old, pre- shit, <clears throat> old oh. shit got back to New York. First thing he did was show up to Black Ink to a party. Correct. It was like, why won't you let him see see his son? Kathy was like, y'all gonna quit lying on me. The door has always been open. And let me tell you, if <clears throat> I will have your parental rights taken away if you go a year without seeing my goddamn child. A whole. You don't want to be. You don't want to be a father, so you don't have to be one. Snatch. Let me snatch those rights away from you, since you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing with them. A whole ass year. I was like, nigga, how you not see your child for a whole ass year? Like what? They ain't gonna lie and say that you. The only time you hit me up is to is is about money, nigga. A whole ass. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Mike said the same thing. Mike was like, if he not financially supporting his kids, why he need to see him? That see, see that's why Mike. That see that's why Mike. Now he is a piece of shit, but that's why Mike is. He asked. He asked the good questions. He is a terror. <laughs> Like, what you need to see a kid for if you're not going to take care of them? Like, if you're not paying child support and she call you and need some financial help, what's the issue? Right. But, you know, but you know, again, you know, niggas, money and accountability are trigger words for niggas. So, you know, hmm. but, you know, but yeah, like I, I thought that was because the whole time, because you know how my mind worked. He was like, well. You know, the only time you hit me up is with money. And I'm like, well, VH1 and Bravo and all these reality TV shows are getting real good with the receipts and the flashbacks. So I'm expecting a receipt to pop up and nothing nothing happened. So I'm like, okay, somebody lying. And I don't think it's Kathy. Right. Um, It's always, if you ask me, it's always been, oh shit. Like, they've always tried to play Kathy crazy, but if you like, if a mother not gonna go crazy and stupid over her kid, who the fuck you gonna go crazy and stupid for? Like, old shit been shortchanging his kids for a long time since we seen him on that show. He haven't been financially responsible for none of his kids for a very long time, right. and that's just what the fuck it is. So, right. yeah, I'm 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 going off on you every time. You right. get married, you throwing weddings, you partying, you kicking it, you flying all over the country, you getting a steady check from VH1. But you're not helping with your kids. You trash. And I'm about to cuss you out every time. Correct. First of all, I mean, for God's sakes, the nigga's nickname is Oh Shit. Like, come on. Like, what is. I mean, I mean, okay. okay. All right. You expect me to believe you and your name is Oh Shit. Okay. All right. And you go by that too. Okay. All right. Mm. Let me tell you what the fuck we not finna do is I'm not finna take your black ass word for it, but you know, whatever. No. But I am glad that they he apologized because he should have. I'm gonna took ownership, albeit late as fuck, but you know, hey, whatever. Um, and it seems like the kids, um, because that's the one thing that they show they said and they they showed is like his kids all I think for the most part get along very well. Which is a good thing. 
So he needs to get it together. I think hopefully he gets it together and good luck everybody in that situation. Primarily the kids. And stop lying on Kathy. Kathy ain't crazy. But that's it, I believe, for um, VH1 because I think that's all of note that happened on um, on Black Ink Crew. So we can mosey on over to um, Bravo. <laughs> Real Housewives of Atlanta, of Atlanta. Let me tell y'all something. Nene and Greg Leaks is my type of petty. Okay. My type of carrying on. Make your enemies your footstools. Okay. You saw the life get sucked out of Kim Zosiak plastic surgery field oh. face when Greg and Nene walked in there dressed like a roach and an exterminator. Stole all her thunder while her and Croy was there dressed like bootleg, uh, bootleg Hugh Hefner and a playmate. And let's not get on. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you, let me say this. I feel like with the internet in 2018, People should really research and Google the things that they glorify because Hugh Hefner was some trash. Correct. He Correct. was some trash, trash, trash. There have been many, 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 many stories of Hugh Hefner sexually assaulting his playmates, the women he had as girlfriends, uh, <clears throat> uh, being abusive towards them. Even the last set of the last three women was a Kendra. Than the other two bitches, they even talked about how Hugh Hefner was abusive, and when he died, you know that wife didn't get much of nothing. He left everything to his kids. He didn't leave anything in the will for the wife, basically. Mm-hmm. So if you if you around here, that to me that's akin to somebody dressing up like R. Kelly and Aaliyah. Right. I mean, it would be some trash like Kim Zosiat to to tell Croy, "Hey, let's go as this motherfucker." And first of all, first of all, that ain't even a playmate. That is a plastic mate. That is a rubber mate. That, <laughs> that might be the show title. I'm, I'm putting that in the chain. <laughs> hey guys, I just have one quick thing I want to interject. I've finally figured out what Kim Zosiak looks like with her new lips. This you know, ain't going well. You know what Kim looks like? She looks like anal prolapse. Yo, didn't they? Didn't a, um a porn star's asshole fall out with that shit? Yes, it was Kim's mouth. That yeah, it did. Her 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 mouth do look like a puckered up butthole. It mm-hmm. does. It does. It does. Definitely this does. This is why we have you here. Mm-hmm. You are doing amazing, friend. I do what I can. Uh, <clears throat> Nene and Greg walked in, and like I said, you can see the color drop out of Kim and Croy's face, and the crazy. You know part- what? Oh, you know what? Koi don't even like being mixed up in Kim shit. Koi was like, that's funny. That's good humor. Yes. You know, that's that also made it so much more delicious because when they walked in, everybody, including Croy, was laughing and applauding the costume. And everybody was having a good time except Kim. Kim was looking like Kim, Kim was like she had the boo-boo. You, you see, friend, we we are here. That's why we friends. You you knew where I was going because Kim definitely looked constipated than a motherfucker when everybody was enjoying themselves at Greg and Nene clowning except her, and it made it even more delicious when you do clownery. The clown comes back and makes everybody laugh, but you, and it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. That's what the fuck Kim get. 
Not when you do clownery. It's when you do rotary. <laughs> okay. That's the show title. That is the show title. <laughs> so, can we talk about Kim lying to Sheree talking about she is a prettier Cleopatra than Eva? Bitch, in what fucking world is anything about Sheree prettier than Eva Marcel? Listen, let me tell you something. Eva, tell me, please, when and where. Eva Sheree could get surgery to look like Eva, and Eva will still be prettier than Sheree ever will be. There's just, like, there's no comparison there. Sheree not an ugly woman, but she is in no way comparable to Eva. Eva's just a different type of fucking pretty. Like, Eva? to me, Eva and Cynthia look like models. Eva is that kind of pretty where you don't even know if she real or not. You just look at her like, you exist? Like, god damn, you gorgeous. Like, what is... What's how, how you this goddamn right. fine? You be like, yeah, just let me see you from the back. Yeah, cause that's what she do got going for her. All that ass. That's what that's, she do. She got that body. That's it. In, in the in the words of Cardi, in the words of Cardi, you can tell she got ass from the front. So you just rather look at her from the back. There you go. There you go. That's what she do got going for. Her. But yeah, she, Kim, uh, mm, like, Shamia, Shamia, Shamia. Let me tell you something. <laughs> you know my biggest problem with Portia is she is too old to be so stupid. I'm going to say that. Agreed. Portia is always the crash test dummy in her friendships, and she really got to grow a set of balls. Correct. <clears throat> like, she really has to grow a pair. Because last year she was Phaedra's crash test dummy. This uh-huh. year it's Shamia's crash test dummy. And Kim. Kim. Are you not even Kim? Because she don't, I don't think she really care about Kim. But with why are you still friends with Shamia? She chose her size last season. Like me and Shamia would be cordial. There could be no friendship. And she's like, and she even said it like, why does Sheree know about a text message I sent Shamia? That right. tells you everything you need to know about Shamia. Correct. And Correct. no, you don't trust fucking Sheree. She has labeled herself the bone collector. Why are you mad that nobody trusts you and you you call yourself the bone collector? And her got the bone carrier. What the fuck does she call herself? I think I think bone carrier. Like in her own goddamn intro, she always say, "Call me a bad server because I always spill the tea." Speaking of, we have I got. I'm gonna let my friend continue, but I got. We gonna speaking the tea being spilled, but continue, Candace. <clears throat> uh, Sheree was shady, shady, shady boots. She made a comment on my I thought Nene would be here since she got fired from the escape tour. And boy, Sheree. When you do. Renew that contract, baby. You fired. So you don't have more time on your hands than Nene, honey. As I have. What's up? As I have the article pulled up here. And this is from Love B. Scott. Sheree Whitfield has been fired from Bravo's The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Again, sources exclusively tell lovebescott.com that Sheree has gotten the boot and won't be returning for season 11. While her cast members aren't saying anything directly, Portia Williams took the social media to rejoice in Sheree's firing. And they have a tweet of Portia saying, Karma with the peach. Now, Portia girl. Mm. What? You know, hey. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> As I continue reading, if you're wondering about Kim Zosiak, sources told us she won't be returning next year either. She wasn't an official housewife housewife for season 10 so technically she didn't get fired she just won't be asked to film again 
when you do the clownery, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I have several questions with Sheree being fired. One, baby, Sheree, sweetie, how you gonna finish the man cave for your scammer boyfriend that won't get out until the re-elections? Help me understand, Sheree. No, 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 no. Mm, mm, mm. So she won't be around. They're they're on the last episode, episode. Yes. Yes. Yo, shout out to whoever did the captions for the last episode because y'all were shaded on the motherfucker. Wait, did you say man cave or scam cave? Ah, Curtis. Oh, okay. Bye, y'all. Let me put myself back on the. <laughs> Fucking Curtis. I mean, he didn't lie. In fairness, he didn't lie. But, but I just have questions, Sheree. So, is Chateau Sheree still like what is what is the like? How are you gonna get the coins, sis? Like, are you gonna like are you gonna get them from Kim, your best friend? Like, what is I just I just have questions, Sheree. I have all of the questions because you, because Sheree, you shaded Kenya all up and down about her husband not being real, and now you ain't going to get a real check no more, and your boyfriend is a scammer in jail, so I just have all the questions, Sheree. Since you spilled the tea on everybody else, I just have all of the questions. I want to know what's going on, Sheree. Talk to us, beloved, because speaking of spilling the tea, please spill the tea about this. Mm. When you do the scammery, ladies and gentlemen, when you do the scammery, so... Yeah, but I had to share that. We was not going to get through this goddamn podcast without touching on the fact that Sheree ass got fired. So, good luck, everybody. That's why her damn daughter was shaking the fuck out of her. <laughs> of all the fish in the sea, you're going to go for the jailbird. And now it looks like you're going to have to do some criminal activity and may go to jail because you ain't got no goddamn job no more, Sheree. So, mm. I don't know, sis. I don't know what to tell you. But you do have that ass going for you, so that's that's one thing. You do have all that. So I don't know. Maybe mm, I don't. I don't know, Sheree. I don't know. Maybe sell butt pads. I don't know. I mm. right. So uh, maybe it's the pregnancy hormones. But Kenya was shady as fuck that last episode. You know what? And I couldn't even be mad at her. <laughs> she was even shading Vivica Fox. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the pregnancy hormones. I don't know if it's the weight being off of her. Like everybody's staying out of her goddamn business about whether she married or not. But Kenya turned up her shade meter. And you know what? Could even be mad. Could even be mad. Because you, you know what? You know what it was? It was it was deserved shade. It was deserved shade. It was. It was. Kim deserved that shade. She did. She did. Vivica Fox deserved that shade. She did. She did. She did. Sheree deserved that shade. She did. So it's like, you know what, Kenya? Can't even be mad at you. You shaded the right people. And it was and the shade was delicious at that. That's my type of carrying on. Accurate and delicious shade to people that deserve it. I'm That's just trying to understand Vivica Fox doing two could play that game. It, but looking like a grandma. You the, the auntie that can't make the potato salad. You know, it's just I don't, I don't know, I don't know. It's like also speaking of fucking, just even though the show don't went off, just I we I have to say this, fuck the brat, just because I ain't enjoy seeing home my goddamn computer screen this episode. I know it's a whole different other show, but just fuck the brat, just because. 
But yeah, so so speaking of two can play that game in that play. So Portia Williams. She is a pretty dumb bitch. Like, no, seriously. Portia Correct. Gorgeous. Portia dumb as hell. She makes terribly horrible decisions all the time. <clears throat> also, I do agree with Portia. Like, I'm not going to keep apologizing to you bitches. Like, I apologize to Candy 101. Candy, like, we need to talk to Portia about understanding that an apology don't mean somebody going to still fuck with you. Like you said, sorry, if you meant it, leave it at that. Maybe one day Candy will come around, but feeling like just because you apologize, y'all should be all buddy-buddy again. Uh-uh, girl. No See, that's, that's that's where I'm kind of am with it, because on the one hand, I do feel like, it's like we said last week, a Porsche's apologies have been not really apologies, right? So that's one part of it, right? Then the other part of it is the person that she has try to apologize to, she feels almost entitled that Candy has to forgive and move on, which she doesn't. Then the other part of it is, where I do agree with her with this, is that she don't owe everybody else an apology, and they keep bringing the shit up. That's why I do agree with Portia. Like, she don't have to kiss y'all ass. But then, on the other hand, she still don't take no accountability for, for nothing. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like on the one hand you want to agree with Portia, but then she do shit where it's like you can't fully agree with her. You know what I mean? It's and it's the most frustrating shit ever. No. Mm. Yes. <clears throat> also, Marlo is creepy when she's drunk. Yeah, because we were talking about that in the chat. You get real weird and handsy and shit. Like, girl, get your goddamn hands off of me. Like she yeah. walked up to Portia and like grabbed her by her shoulders. Like, get the fuck off of me, girl. Right. Like, and then, and this was me and Candace talking about in the chat. Like, I feel like I do agree. Um, because when we were talking in the chat, Candace, I do agree that Portia does have this like I'm the victim complex with certain shit, and it's like that's probably why she don't want to take no accountability. I agree with that, but at the same time, like in my opinion, Marlo didn't come there to apologize. Marlo came there to argue. I think <clears throat> so. But judged on how Marlo acts when she drinks, I do think Marlo came to apologize. Once Marlo got some of that, uh, some of that that good juice in her, though, it kind of all went wonky because Marlo is a wonky drunk. Like she get handsy, she starts slurring, she start saying shit that she don't like. Marlo is one of those weird people who drink that you don't want around you. I agree. So, like, I do think she intended on apologizing, but like you said. She she brought her drunk ass over there all wrong. She should have came in the door apologizing and then got drunk. Yeah, yeah. Because even Nini was like, "Girl, what the fuck are you doing?" You know what I mean? Like, I but I I I, I, I agree. I agree. Like, I feel like if she would have did that sober, it would have went a lot better. But she was on ten, and and first of all, first of all, you know Marlo is a lot even when she's not drinking. So <laughs> that that's one part of it, right? But then like you combine that with her being drunk, and then. And also, like, I feel like Nene and Portia were kind of having a moment, per, you know what I mean? And Marlo just came in and was like, oh, well, he, he was, you know, it was kind of like, well, here we go. Because Nene and Portia were looking like, mm. okay, here we go, here we go. But 
Yeah, it's it, it's just a lot. And from the previews, like I said, we were recording this like hours away before the reunion, so y'all will hear this on Monday. So we'll be back next week. Um, we're not finishing the show here, but just saying that we'll be back next week with our hot takes about the re- part one of the reunion. But from the preview, it looks like Portia is gonna be very defiant and like her. I don't owe nobody shit. And it's like on the one hand, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting this candy pop off at Kim. Yeah, I saw that in the preview too. That's what I'm also her and Nene. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing her and Nene pop off at Kim. First of all, shout out to the internet. You niggas have already memed Kim from this goddamn reunion. <laughs> and y'all have memed her and caught her in a poll where she looking like Mr. Perfect. And I am so tired of you niggas. She did. She yo. You know what Kim looked like? Kim looked like if you threw a wig on Hulk Hogan, it would be Kim's Oziac. Hulk Hogan was just uh, in the media uh, getting suntan. He looked like you if you split him down the middle, you could make him a baked potato. You know what? Accurate. Accurate. I got that. I got that from uh, George Foster seventy two. So shout out to that old nigga. No, Hulk Hogan was in that picture looking he like, like he was like, <laughs> I feel like you could split him down the middle, put some butter and sour cream and chives on him and have yourself a great fucking baked potato. No, he looked like if you pull if you pull his legs off, it'll be like plenty of lobster meat. You can get you a lobster roll. Curtis, what the fuck? That nigga was red. I was like, this is absolutely main lobster. Hulk he definitely he definitely looked like like if you split a foot around down the middle. Okay, too far. I didn't even know Hulk, Hulk Hogan was still alive, so that's, you know, every day you learn something. Yeah. Barely. He barely alive. That skin cancer go eat his ass alive. White people ain't got no business being 69 and tanning with no sun, with, without no sunblock up. He just looking like one of them cinnamon candies that being old bitches' purses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody in that picture looked like a goddamn pot of uh, crawfish, though. I'm like, so y'all just gonna Y'all gonna tan till you red. Y'all gonna bake yourself till you burn on, like Sienna. Right. Okay. Uh, That's what we speak, doing. Cook yourselves. Got it. Speaking of which, while we at Love and Hip, I mean, not Love and Hip, but while we at Real Housewives and while Curtis is here before you uh, go go back in uh, listening. So I did a poll on Twitter. Shout, speaking of, shout out to Curtis. I took a page from Curtis. I did a poll on Twitter. Uh, because speaking of Cardi, so. Hazel E. Ass decided, I don't know. First of all, she is not okay. Let me just say that. She is not okay. You about to ruin this for me because I have not watched that episode of Iano yet. Uh, mm. Uh, mm. Okay, well, I won't ruin it for but let's just, she got on Air Green's internet just talking crazy about Cardi and it's like, okay, girl. But I did a poll on Twitter <laughs> because of that. And I asked, who has the worst nose job, Nene Leaks or Hazel E? And <laughs> 152 of y'all voted. So thank, thank you to everybody who participated in that poll. And <laughs> it is an overwhelming 79% of y'all said that Na- Hazel E has a worse nose job than Nene Leaks. <laughs> That's factual. <laughs> so thank you to everybody who participated in that poll. That is... Because Hazel E's nose looks like that nigga from uh, 
what's oh shit, what's the name of that song? Uh the song with the dude that with the glasses and the nose that used to be in Tupac's crew? Um oh, what's his name? Shock G. Oh, okay. oh, oh wow. Mm. Yeah. I could yeah. Google it. I can see it. And tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. You yeah, you, you you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And she paid for that. That's what makes it worse. His was fake. She paid for it. Right. On her actual in the face. <sighs> her, her nose definitely looks like a lock on your gym locker. So, you know. Yeah, but yeah, thank you to everybody that participated. That was fun because I was cracking my ass up because it was overwhelming. You know how bad your nose got to be for it to be worse than Nene's nose? Nene, Nene's nose is the fuck terrible, but that's a whole nother level when your nose is worse than hers. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But, you know. But yeah, Nasal Nasal got on Al Green's internet being very weird about Cardi and her success throwing out Oprah with receipts. It's like, girl, okay. It's, you know, it's just, I don't even know what the word is, but seeing everybody on that show be mad that they are that they didn't do what Cardi did is just... DJ Self has to be crying himself to sleep in Carl Thomas every goddamn night. <coughs> let me let let us not let it not be lost on our listeners that this nigga DJ Self passed up on Cardi for fucking Mariah Lynn. Mariah Lynn said that Cardi did not have the work ethic and was not serious as Mariah Lynn, who we dragged for that very reason. So you know. Although didn't she 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 the song that she did with uh Remy Ma didn't that come out? Yeah, I think so, but I ain't listened to it shit. Cause... I don't want to hear that shit. Nope. I don't want to hear about. I don't want to hear nothing with Remy doing charity work. I'll pass on that. Right. I mean, to be honest, the stuff that Remy's been doing her own songs be charity work to herself. So I don't. Fair. Fair. You know, it just I hate. To, you know what? I'm gonna say it because I'm sure plenty of people are thinking it. But Remy getting out of jail and we and and finally having the chance to have the rap career that she missed out on, and it's you know I've been trying to hold out, but I feel like I feel like Remy scammed us. <gasps> the Remy, I'm that, wait till we get her album, I, and that's what I'm. That's why I say I feel like it. I'm not gonna commit to that just yet. But you know the feeling is creeping up. My niggy sense is telling me that we got scammed. But I'm gonna wait because she might she might pull something. But the, from the songs that she's been releasing, uh, mm, survey says scam. So I hope. First of all, I hope the album comes out. Right. I hope that it proves me wrong. But as it stands, I'm like I don't know this. Mm, good, good luck, Remy. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, mm, I think that was that was more or less it for Real Housewives, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. 
Yeah. Um, but like I said, we are recording this moments before the reunion. Yeah. Like I said, I and Candace and, you know, I'm going to assume Curtis, we are all looking forward to Kim Zosiak getting dragged by her um, air blimp ass lips. I'm looking forward to that because, you know. Yo, well, well, first of all, hold on before we go, before we move on. Goddamn. Okay, so. Everybody at the goddamn party was listening after Cynthia dressed as 50 Cent. <laughs> it, it, it ain't big, but it is goddamn hilarious to me that everybody at the damn party was moist because Cynthia was dressed at 50, as 50 Cent. That shit was fucking hilarious to me. I was howling. And Cynthia, she, she had like she didn't know what the hell to do. She was like, oh, okay. All right then, like a light bulb just went off of her goddamn head. She ain't know. She I can imagine because I'm sure the first thing that was going through Cynthia's head is that I don't want none of you bitches pussy. So I don't know what y'all doing. <laughs> fair, fair assessment. Although, in the words of you, Curtis, I would see, I would watch Candy and Cynthia have a soft burrito. Fair, but not. Not 50 Cynthia, just regular Cynthia. True, true, true. Yeah, keep 50 Cent away from me. Yeah, give, give, give us regular Cynthia, not 50 Cent. Not 50 Cynthia. We need 50 Cynthia. We, we absolutely don't need that. Yeah, because we, we, we don't need real 50, so we damn sure don't need Cynthia 50. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, that is... Um. So, yeah, that is... It, it, it feels like Real Housewives should have ended... Maybe like three episodes ago, because <laughs> this season has kind of been meh, <coughs> more or less. But you know, we here and we got the reunion, so we will see what happens. Um, so, like I said, y'all will hear this Monday, and you know, we'll have our hot takes throughout the week for it. But yeah, I feel like this season, this season. <sighs> listen, I know she trash. I know she is trash. But this season missed Phaedra. Only in the sense of they missed somebody that kept shit going for our entertainment. I think that they tried to replace and they didn't do a good job. Like whoever put the season together was like, oh yeah, it's going to be fine with these additions. That person should not have a job anymore. But I was thinking about this last week when Candace said it. And I get the sentiment that, you know, Phaedra is missed. But I personally... I don't think they should bring Phaedra back because what she did was so far over the line. I don't think they should bring her back and be like, that kind of behavior is okay. And you'll just take a year off and come back. Like when they snatched Portia's peach, that, that wasn't anything compared to what Phaedra did. Like I feel, and I feel like there's another personality that they could have found to make this season pop. They just sucked at it, but that's fair. I don't think they should bring Phaedra back. Cause that's just, it just sets a bad precedent, you know? That's fair. That's that's fair. But that is my personal opinion. If your opinion differs, I don't give a damn. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Never change, Curtis. Never change. Listen, you know, people want to people like to bombard you with their opinion sometimes. And it's like, your opinion really only matters when other people care about it. If I, if I tell you up front I don't care, then I, I feel like I'm avoiding that. So let's go with that. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I think that's fair. I think uh, I feel okay. like we're to the point with Housewives of Atlanta where they just need a new cast. Period. Some younger black women. Um, I don't even think bringing Phaedra back would help at this point. Yeah, because it's too far gone. It's too far dry. You know, I feel. I I, I feel like how because then we because Portia is one of the younger members of the cast, right? She's like what 30, 36 or something. You know what it is? I feel like as the as the ladies have gotten up in age and the drama has started to plateau, that Phaedra shit. Because there was you know it wasn't just Phaedra. There was a whole uh, there was some guy that I think actually started the rumor and he got fired but he's on he went started doing another show i think that that was them trying to breathe new life into it and it backfired because they took it too far yeah so i think it's just that the ladies are getting they're aging out of that drama you know what i mean yeah they got team as like other shows where it's because some of them are you know the age that they could be somebody's mama but that's not the the way the show works. So I, I think it's just that they aging out of it. Yeah. Why? It's like because it's like everybody is like, I done made too much money. I done been on here too long. My gowns are too beautiful. You know, my nose is new. So they can't really have the same kind of drama that they used to have. They got businesses and shit. Yeah. They got to protect their brand and shit. Like they got, they got, they got Candace. Like maybe they just need to take it back and get a different cast and let these ladies go. Think yeah, I agree. They got they got seasoned calm auntie drama now, not wilding auntie drama, and nothing wrong with calm auntie, but it don't make for good TV. So, well, yeah, I I I, did, I agree with Candace. I think they need to revamp it and get maybe younger housewives because because you know young people keep with some shit going. So right, and the young people, you know, they like. Uh, or they don't even necessarily have to be young, just new people. Because when the people are new, they hungry, they want that money, they want that fame, so they they fight for it and that shit, literally and figuratively. Right. So, I, I agree. I agree. But um, but yeah, that's it. And we will be ready for the reunion. So, uh, I think we can wrap up with a uh, marriage boot camp, right, Candace? Yeah, uh, so I only really watch for Jim Jones, Chrissy, and Mama Jones, and I feel like we're at a point where, like, Chrissy got to either accept the nigga she got, or she got to move on, because they all, like, 40-something now. She 40, yeah. Jim Jones 40, Mama Jones 90, like, just get the fuck on. Like, either get married or get the hell on. Like, dead ass. when I first, when we first saw Jim Jones and Chrissy, Jim Jones' son, uh, Pootie, was like eight, nine. This little nigga in high school being scouted for college football and shit. Like, that's a long fucking time to not know if you could deal with somebody as is or you need to go. Like, you got to pick a position. Like, I, I love Chrissy and I get that she really loves Jim Jones, but I feel like, girl, get to the altar or go. Like, all yeah. these shows to help y'all figure out y'all problems – Jim Jones is who he is. The nigga is a hood nigga, a project baby who used to sell dope, who rap, do everything under the sun. You're not finna get this soft, caring, loving. Like you're not finna get. You're not finna get that. You finna. You go. You got exactly what you getting from him. 
He's one of them quiet niggas who don't talk much unless something really need to be said. <clears throat> if you and his mama can't figure it out, I don't even know. Like, I'm not even being funny. They issues on the show don't even seem that fucking serious compared to everybody else's. That's how I know they just two petty old bitches. Chris yeah. and, and his mama, they two petty older women. Yeah. Got people on this show that's dealing with drug addiction, stealing money. Domestic uh, abuse. Domestic abuse. And you just, you, you, this man mama wants you to be more involved in their family and you don't want to. If you don't want to be a part of their family, just you got to leave. You can't have one person without the rest of their family, especially if they're close to their family. Yeah. And all and all Jim Jones want is for look, y'all the fuck up. That's it. right. He really just want them to shut the hell up and come together because y'all he like we too old for this shit. That's his whole thing. Like he really want he just really want his mom and Chrissy to shut the fuck up. That's the look on his face every episode. His his but, face but literally like Jim. You got to start telling them when to sit up, sit down, and shut the hell up. Like his 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 face literally every time is like y'all wilding. That's his face every damn time. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I I hope they get it together because, uh, like you said, just divorce or leave or something. Because goddamn, like this married, all they gotta do is break up. Right. Well, mm, there you go. Because this shit is fucking uh, like again compared to some of the other people on this damn show. Listen. Count your blessings. <laughs> like, it really ain't that deep compared to the rest of the cast. The rest of the cast is crazy than each motherfucker. You motherfuckers just arguing over some little shit. Like, go figure that out. Right. So, li- listen, talk space is there. Okay? Okay, talk space is there. Listen to the read. Use one of, the, one of their promo codes because talk space is there because this shit... Again, this shit is minor compared to y'all could be going through a lot worse, a lot worse. Uh, so, I, oh, also one more thing. Just let me tell you something. These challenges on some of these shows. Got me fucked up. If they can't find nothing without snakes and bugs and all this other shit, we don't got nothing to discuss. Because let me tell you what the fuck I'm not gonna do is stick gold any goddamn well. With a concophony of fucking roaches. Everybody got to die. I'm going to show you exactly how you got me fucked up. Because no. Hell no. Hell no. Oh, before we go, I saw an IG picture of Oprah with the caption, listening to this new party. Mm. Um, mm. I just... Do we remember when Oprah had the cast of Crash on there and wouldn't allow Ludacris on the show? Because she said his lyrics didn't represent uh, what she thought was progression in the black community. His lyrics was too raunchy, too this, too that. And Oprah, Oprah, Oprah has had a rap for a very, 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 very long time. So I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. She took that walk through the projects with Jay-Z and ain't been the same since. I I'm not saying, but I'm just saying. Listen, I'm not saying that this this guards all the work that Oprah has done, but I'm just saying sometimes Auntie be looking a little funny in the light. That's all I'm saying. Very funny in the light. That's all I'm saying. But that is it. We are done. Um, can't think of nothing else. So thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Ratchet Ramblings podcast. 
Um, thank you all so much for rocking with us and supporting us. Make sure you go listen to our friend Curtis's podcast, Gay Side Stories. I include it in the runner every in the description every week because he's our third co-host and he's our friend and we love him and he is doing amazing work over there at Gay Side Stories. Uh, make sure you are interacting with the show page. I know me and Candace, sometimes we be slacking, but niggas be gone, uh, shit be happening. But thank you for everybody that uses the hashtag and interacts with the show page. Go follow the show page. Um, yeah, and um, Candace, you got Candace Curtis, y'all got anything? No, man, y'all have a good week. Uh, summer is coming, and yeah, don't don't let the white man get the best of you this week, or the white woman. Mm. Don't let the crackers get the best of you. Don't let clear folk be out here wilding. Exactly. So, with that, we are going to get up out of here. And Curtis, give us the benediction. Um, The benediction for this week is, if your name is Sheree, thou shalt file for unemployment. And you know what? We're going to end on that note. <laughs> Goodbye, y'all. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Peace.